Hi, my name is Russell and I work at the video store. The one just down the road from you that you can go to once a week whenever it is movie night. I love this job so much because when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies all day long and talk about them with my friends that work here. Today on the show, I am doing a shift with Gad, good old Gaddy. Um, for those who don't know, apart from working at the video store, my other main roles and responsibilities is owning and managing the Bioscope Independent Cinema here in Johannesburg. But another huge part is the fact that I uh, play and I'm in the band Short Straw. I play bass and good old Gaddy stands often very close to me on stage as the keyboardist in Short Straw. And so many a tour, many a travel across the world have got us often talking about TV shows and podcasts, and he's a super smart dude, super interesting take on things, and especially the fact that he's one of those guys that has read a lot of the source material for, for things like comic books and graphic novels that often get made into movies. And he is just a lovable, kooky guy. And so it's, it's great having him as one of the co-workers here on the video store. So uh, let's get going. This is me doing a shift with Gad. Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? So um, there's this podcast. I don't think I've actually told you about it. It's called Criminal. Okay. Um, it's hosted. The, the lady's name is Phoebe Judge, which I mean, for a criminal for a crime show, it's it's Hilarious. it's too perfect. She's yeah. she's got this amazing soothing voice, but they focus on like crimes from the past, okay. like from uh, 1800s oh, and past, 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 yeah. past. Yeah, like stuff that's been solved. And the the episode that I was just listening to. They were talking about how in America, they all of a sudden, when Nixon came into power, he reduced all the uh, speeding limits to something ridiculous, to like 30 miles per hour, which okay. is like, I think, 55 kilometers an hour yeah. or something. And because of this, this whole frustration came about, and this effort came, this race formed called the Cannonball Run. Okay. I don't I've, heard heard that, I've heard that name. Yeah, they turned it into a movie. It was a movie with Burt Reynolds. And the whole idea was that it was this group it first started as this guy wanted to get from new york to los angeles so okay. that's literally cross country and to see how fast he could do it and it just evolved into this like cultural thing which okay. culminated in the movie the cannonball run and then they kind of ended it and then it slowly people started then it became a competition and people tried to like break the record and during lockdown, when Corona happened, there were no cars on the streets, and the record was beaten like twenty times in a week. Oh wow! And, and I was so shocked. Like the guy was talking in one of the old races, he released information because the statute of limitations had been, like, it was open, and he said, "I actually had to stop the car, and because everything was in miles per hour, so I, I was like, just, mm. for an hour and a half, they were going two hundred and ten kilometers an hour." And for as long as an hour and a half. For an hour and a half stretch, they were going 210 kilometers an hour. That's wild, eh? I mean, I, <laughs> I, so fast. I did, I, I won this advanced driving course prize. And I went to this Mercedes-Benz advanced driving course. It happens like out in those like military, is that sort of war, that military base? Yeah, yeah. Is it a BMW thing? It was a Mercedes-Benz one. Oh, okay. And at one point the guy was like, so how fast have we all gone? 
And some of these dudes put up their hand. These like other normal members of society. And they were like, I've done about 260. I was like, fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> like the fastest I've ever gone is like, at some point you look down when you're traveling to Durban and you're like, oh God, it's 140. Like these are doing over 200 Ks an hour. I think I once hit like 170 in my BMW and I was like, ah. Oh, that's right. You drove a BM. Yeah, like no, that thing that was days. scary. Like, you know, it's so it's weird so to think smooth. of. It's so weird to think of you in a BMW. I'm so used to your, your Gadmobile. No, it was definitely a car of convenience. How did you get old. the BMW? Was that a hand me down? It was my mother's old car, yeah. yeah. So I drove an old car. I'm, uh, I'm hopefully going to get, you know. Uh, hand me down. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's only it's the only chance you and I have of sort of having those kinds of cars. No, exactly. Um, My car's a gas guzzler. I need something. Yeah, I think it is. Hey, it's like it's super convenient if you've got five band members traveling across How the country. But just me. Expensive as petrol. <laughs> I filled up the other day and it was a one thousand four hundred rand to fill up my Kia. I'm I'm just so used to like I've I've never been one to fill up. I put in like three hundred rand at a time and I put in three hundred <laughs> my meter like didn't even move. <laughs> I was like, what did I do that for? Yeah. No, I must say I've just just resigned myself to the idea that you know you've got to you've got to have a full tank. No, I've I've stopped like leaving the house. I use Uber to deliver now. It's the best. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And more time to watch uh, Disney and <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> what are you watching these days? Well, um, we've got a my girlfriend's kid comes to stay like every. I love how you. I love how you're a stepdad. It's it's great. It's Step lots of dad. fun. <laughs> it's like just some some responsibilities for a few days. It's it's interesting that you've got that. Eh? Like you're the out of all of us in the band and and in the general circles. Like you're the only one, ironically, that has this kind of kid yeah. around. Not all the time, right? No, he comes every second weekend or yeah. occasionally, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we've been re-watching a whole bunch of movies. With him? With him, yeah. So, so I mean, he, he goes, he, he wakes up at like 6 a.m. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I obviously do not wake up that time. <laughs> and he usually puts on Disney or Netflix, whatever shows, and then watches until we wake up. And then I'd, imagine for, I'd imagine for any parent, the moment Disney Plus existed, like, so many prayers were answered. Oh, absolutely. Because like, when I think of my parents, who obviously looked after my sister's kids quite a bit, you know, they were the grandparents, um, they invested in so many like DVDs. And I know like a few of us grew up with a whole bunch of Disney VHSs. And so it's well, like now well, my everything, dad used to everything like, is available. So I don't, I don't know if I should be saying this, but uh, in the world, when it was VHS time, my dad figured so that the copy protection was like a little tab. In yeah, it's the same the with cassettes. So all my dad would do was he'd put a piece of tape over it and mm. then he could duplicate it. So okay. we we had rent a movie and then my dad would record it. We have I have to send you a picture of like our, yeah. Our I tape. think I think listen. We'd rewatch those, those kinds over of things and over for again. home use. I'm not condoning it necessarily, but. I think it'd be different if your dad had an operation and was like pumping out. A whole oh no, no, it was just for. But then it's the moment you, yeah. DVDs were available, then we started buying those. Yeah, I think. What was the, your What was your sort of favorite one? What was your What was your Disney one growing up? Your film? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? 
Interesting. That was the first movie it's I ever watched. It's a freaky movie, man. It's so weird. It is It is bizarre. It's, it's, so, it's, weird. it's so weird. It's just kind of thing. It's so weird. It's so weird. It, it was like, it's so clever. It's quite haunting. Like at the end with Christopher Lloyd and when he, the eyes and like. It's very scary. The, the, the reason it actually came up because I started listening to another podcast called I Hear Voices. Okay. It's two of the voice actors from Kim Possible. That show, I never watched it, but it was, I think it was a Disney show. Okay. And every episode they bring in like a famous voice actor. Okay. And like the first guy they brought in was this Asian guy and he does all the voices for like Bugs Bunny and in Space Jam, he did like all the character voices. He's phenomenal. Wild. And he, and he was. But not the original Bugs Bunny voice. No, no, that was Mel Blanc. Yeah. Who died in the 70s At some or 80s point, yeah. or something. Oh, he was he set, he, he created all those voices. And then yeah. obviously, but to duplicate them is not an easy thing. And this guy so. talks about how he has an original animation cell from Who Framed Roger Rabbit that had Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny in the same shot. Was and, Mickey Mouse in it? Yeah. No, they licensed all the Disney characters. There's, there's so much nostalgia in that movie. Like every character you see on screen is like licensed or came from And I somewhere. think Jessica Rabbit sort of like turned the heat up on like almost every like young boy's kind of idea of their own sexuality oh no definitely like i think that character definitely had someone go like okay it's like i'm not supposed to be feeling these things like what are these feelings (laughs) yeah yeah because you know they certainly went full tilt in in her there's that scene (laughs) where um they're like Like they they were playing patty cakes and like when the camera actually turns out, like literally playing pedicakes, Jessica, <laughs> it's, it's so innocent and silly. Oh, I love I, it. I love it so much. I did watch it again as an adult, like I don't know, maybe sort of five or six years ago. But yeah, it's wild. It's a wild movie. But the whole time I'm just thinking, this is this is just a perfect movie. Everything, at the soundtrack and um, what's is it Bob Hoskins who's the lead? Yeah, he just hates. I mean, obviously he's acting, but he's just like you can see how much he hates being there. <laughs> Oh, just in, just re- in terms of his character, because yeah. the whole thing is that he, he hates tunes because a tune killed his brother. Yeah. And it's oh, and the way it all ties together, it's so clever. The same guy directed Back to the Future, Bob Zemeckis. Zemeckis, yeah. 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 And then um I thought I was rewatching it again, but Rolf breaks the internet, I realized I'd never watched that movie. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually great. It's such a stoner thought. Yeah. I thought I was rewatching it, then I realized. Because I'm, I'm like watching this, I'm like, oh, I don't remember this part. I don't remember this part. I haven't I seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smart movie, and this, I think, the, the second one was also pretty good. That that was the second one. Oh, the, the sorry, first, the, first, about. the first one was Record Rolf. The first one was Record Rolf. Yeah, I definitely okay. saw that one. Definitely saw that, but you didn't know that you'd seen the second. No, one. in in my head, I'd like, I'd see, I don't know, but it was great. I mean, if I'd did see it, I would have remembered it, I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but it makes sense that you were confused because you probably saw the first and then thought mm. you'd seen it. And, and it got to a point where Pixel are just releasing so well, many John movies. C. Riley, eh? he's, he's magical. Eh? He's probably one of the most underrated. Like, like Step Brothers is great. Oh, I saw something so cool, which was an interview with um, Ryan Gosling. I think it was in and around The Grey Man. You know, which is that new, oh, the new Netflix. huge Netflix movie. Have you watched it? I have seen it. I haven't checked it out. Okay, we'll yet. talk about The Grey Man. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, but there was this really great interview. I forget. It wasn't a famous company that sort of did it, or media agency. But it was like honest questions. 
like be honest and there was one which was like what do you the one question was what do you tell people is your favorite movie but what is your actual favorite movie and <laughs> ryan gosling is just the perfect real down-to-earth kind of dude and it's so funny. I mean, we'll, we'll, I'll post a link to it on the... Um, Is it just a YouTube clip? It's a YouTube clip. So okay. I'll post it on the, on the Facebook group. But it's, his dry sense of humor is so great. He's like, he says something like, I think I say Citizen Kane, but I really love Step Brothers. <laughs> 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 like Step Brothers is so great and Talladega Nights. Like there's such a place for that stuff. Yeah, I don't know what I tell people, but my real favorite movie is Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lovely. The... the, the um, who was in that? Um, what's her name? Rachel Lee Cook and yeah. Tora Reid and Alan Cummings. Okay. Was Alan Cumming or Cummings? Yeah, yeah, sense. that guy, yeah. And then Parker Posey's in it. The casting's amazing. It's but you you really like Josie and the Pussycats because you really like that that singer. I mean, the guy who did the music. Well, I mean, I only realized that later, much later. Oh, you didn't even know that? I didn't even know. No, for years. I saw this in high school with my friend when it I came out. I just loved it. We were the only people in the cinema that's ne the only time because that ever happened was they, yeah that was detroit rock city like two of my favorite movies like no one else like got so i saw okay. them i bought the soundtrack it was this pink cd uh, it was like very much a test of my masculinity in jersey high school the yeah jersey <laughs> and the pussycats wasn't necessarily made for you maybe you as a comic book reader like, I, I, think I, I think i knew the name from archie comics because that's because where they came from the connection that i'm talking about is the fact that you also are a Fountains of Wayne fan, which yes. is that band that everybody famously knows for the one song, Stacey's Mom. Mom. But you, yeah. <laughs> we discovered on many a short straw road trip that you actually enjoy the rest of the songs that this band's put out. Yeah, so and the, he's and the, and the songwriter of that. He he wrote so he wrote a few songs for that thing you do that yeah. Tom Cruise movie. What's and his name? Adam Schlesinger. Adam Schlesinger, who was one of the more famous. Um, COVID deaths. Well, he was one of the first. Yeah, he was like one happened of the first in March COVID 2020. Death. Yeah. So, so Adam Schlesinger, he's he's in was Fountains, in, was in Fountains of Wayne. He's Wave. the bass player and the main songwriter. And the main songwriter, and and he co-wrote about four or five songs on the Josie and the Pussycats. The ones that I ended up liking the most. Yeah. Like once I realized who he was and I connected the dots, I'm like, this makes so much sense. Why you love the movie so much? Yeah. I I must say I really love that thing you do. That's great. Was so, and it also, it was a, okay, so Back of the Box on That Thing You Do, it's a movie with Tom Hanks. It was made in like late 90s, I think. And it was about a band in the 60s. In the that 60s, sort of, yeah. And it, they were kind of one hit wonders. But yeah. it was like, just follows this band. It's got Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah. um, Tom Hanks was the, was the manager. And it's just the story of this band in the 60s that have this hit song, That Thing You Do. I really which need is to the catchiest, that. most incredible mm. song. It sounded like a like the Archie's. Into a million pieces, oh, so great. To be with you. <laughs> and, and it actually turned twenty five in lockdown. So myself and Cole um, rewatched it, and they did a they did like a watch party with the cast. Wow, that's so cool. It was really cool. So they were like started at this time. So the watch party was them on YouTube with a with a clock. And so they started it so you could time your movie to the Zoom. And so you could almost have like the the computer next to you on the couch. Yeah. And so you could hear them talking as you watch the movie. It's so smart. It was well, so cool. That's great, yeah. Well, so what I love about Fountains of Wayne is they'd been like trying since the 90s to record music. And they'd released two albums. 
And I think they basically broke up as a band because they weren't going anywhere. And then he started getting into film work. And then from all the money that he made from Joe's and the Pussycats, they recorded this third album, which gave them Stacy's mom, uh, which propelled the Fountains of Wayne into like yeah. they they didn't quite do more than that. Then then Stacy's mom like look I mean to they, the world. there wasn't like another song that came close. I don't think no not chart topping. I, they've, I personally think they've got way better songs. Yeah, as yeah, a fan, sure, sure, I mean sure. they've got like six or seven albums. Yeah, it's um. I'd say it's still a good song. It's in my top five Fountains of sure. Wayne songs. But then he, yeah, I remember hearing about him passing away in COVID. Like it happened in and around the time of the watch party for that thing you do. And so they, they gave him like a special shout out. Oh, he was doing the music for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend at the time that he died. What's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Oh, that is, it is the most out there show you'll ever see. So the basic concept is it's this girl who's a lawyer and out of nowhere she bumps into a fling that she had at summer camp when she was in high school mm. and he tells her that he's living somewhere else and just on a whim she quits her job and goes to move there and basically stalks this guy but it's like a musical everything every thought that goes in her head it just becomes a song and she's like insane oh, and he was doing the music for that yeah that must be good what is that on I'll, we'll I'll find out. We'll put it in the cash app. Yeah, I've I'm, seen I'm, sure it. it's, I'm sure it's on I've, something. I've seen it as a, a while ago. As a thing. Have you finished The Boys? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't finished the, the this latest season yet. But I'm um, getting through it. But I, I went back talking about. So The Boys is produced by Eric Kripke. Okay. Kripke. Kripke. There's there's a guy. <laughs> I listen to the Daily podcast. It's the New York Times, and there's one of the editors is Eric Kripke. And yeah. then the Eric Kripke stuff, like I always get confused, but yeah. Um, that was the name of the character in West Side Story, the the, the detective. Oh, oh Kripke. Hey, Officer Kripke. Oh, Krump yeah, the, the Larry David does that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's, his first show was his first show was Supernatural. And then in between they did, because I was kind of checking what else did Eric Kripke did. There's a show called Timeless that's on Netflix. Okay. It's such a stupid, like... Like the, for the same reason you'd watch like Big Bang Theory, you're not like getting yeah. anything major out of it. Is so it's this set in the current times, but there's this lab that's invented a time machine, but someone's stolen the time machine, so they have to put this crew together of people to use the other time machine to get the time machine back. Wow. <laughs> so so like they go back to like the Abraham Lincoln Abraham Lincoln assassination and like. Very specific spots in history, yeah. like the atomic bomb tests in Nevada. So it's like it's really well made, but yeah, this so is... stupid. Okay, but a real sitcomy sitcom. But, but no, it's, it's like a tra drama. Uh, I, I'm just saying in terms of like, like Big Bang Theory is like something you can just sit and watch and ignore. Do you know that I saw the Big Bang Theory set? I think yeah, really. The, yeah, we went uh, while we it was went, still being filmed. Yeah, it was still being filmed. They hadn't finished it yet. We were on the Warner Brothers studio. I, you, I tour. thought I saw you wander across in the scene. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was they weren't shooting on it, but no, it was like, I wouldn't let you in. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool experience. If, if anyone finds himself in LA and like, obviously, there's lots of things that one can do, but doing the Warner Brothers studio tour was totally worth it. It wasn't, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't exorbitant. Was Conan filming then? I don't know. I don't know whether Conan was too much on my radar, but there's a Batmobile room, which was rad, where you see <laughs> actual Batmobiles. It's amazing. And then he was like, here's a special treat. And it was like, oh my God, it's the Big Bang Theory set. Which for me, I was like, never really watched it. But it was cool to see how it's laid out. 
and it's cool to see it like left it's left intact was it all of, like the apartments was it like, yeah so like parts? the middle is the is the elevator Oh yeah, they um, do a lot of scenes in there. And then oh, they wow. just keep shooting themselves doing it, you know, yeah. they obviously go up and down different flights and they just shoot the same sort of things. But the, uh, you know, it, the same yeah. the same flight of stairs. Yeah, they streamline that sort yeah. of process, I'm sure. Yeah, this, that was very cool to see, the movie magic of it all, like how there was this town square, like an actual town square, like a grass area with sort of um, houses around and there was this tree in the middle of the town square on the lot. And he's like, crazy story. They took down all the, they took all the leaves off this tree. For some reason, it was winter and they were shooting something in winter yeah. or whatever. But then something had to change and something, and like the director was needed leaves. And he's like, that tree, which looked like a perfectly normal summer's tree. All black like, leaves. He said, every single leaf on that tree has been put back on. <laughs> it's wild it was so That's wild nuts. to sort of be like oh my god like someone just put like thousands of leaves it's back onto on, a tree on the golden, one. i mean maybe there were some ways that they could trick it but it looked like a real tree and they were oh, like every amazing. single leaf has been put back on I, I don't know i got stuck in like a, a hole sometimes uh, yesterday like you get caught in these uh, like on tiktok you you can yeah, get yeah. stuck there little wormhole but I, I, somehow I, I, I was watching all these mirror shots in movies. Okay. And I don't know if you ever saw a movie called Contact with Jodie Foster. Yeah, I remember it. I watched this scene like 15 times yesterday. Just like It's like a 30-second scene where she's like, you see her running. up. It's through a corridor. And the camera's like following her and pulling, pulling, pulling. Yeah. And next thing, all of a sudden, it just turns and it's, a mirror and she like opens the door of the medicine yeah, cabinet. Yeah, and it's like, how do they shoot that? But um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of re figured out how it's like blue screen and like you can see, I was watching it at like 0.25 speed on YouTube yeah. and like her one hand moves but the, the hand in the reflection doesn't. Or oh, it's, wow. it's, I, like well, even, that's, that's not a bad wormhole because there's bad wormholes out there. Oh, Can yeah. I tell you the worst wormhole? <laughs> there was a point where I was like, where am I in the internet? Like, what little weird part of the internet and it was we had somehow started watching this filipino game show <laughs> which is like a idols where where you have to sort of sing but you have to sort of do characters so you you're not just being yourself you have to sort of impersonate someone famous and there was this one of these little these like three little filipino boys oh who'd been dressed up as the Bee Gees. <laughs> and if you know what the Bee Gees look like yeah. they are hairy the one guy's bald and so this kid had like a bald cap on <laughs> but they were, so they looked like these sort of like little people hairy um uh Bee Gees. and of course with these like great voices that could sing like you're not eyes in the morning. So. And I was like, what? Where am I? Where am I right now? <laughs> I think the weirdest, I don't know where I saw it, but there's, uh, I, I don't know if it's going to make, if we can talk about this, but there's like a, a game show, a Japanese game show, where basically they film a guy doing karaoke. Yes. Then all of a sudden, a, a girl comes and starts um, applying doing, fellatio. Yeah. Like while the guy's singing, so it's just like, oh baby, I love you. Wow. Did you know it's it? I mean, no, no, no. You just see his face. On yeah, the, yeah. But it's like that's Japanese not, game shows are wild. They're so wild. Crazy. 
Okay. No, let's 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 get out of the wormholes for a moment. Out of the wormholes. Um, so you're watching a lot of Disney Plus. Is there anything on there that Bob's Burger movie? The movie. Bob's Burgers. The, the movie. movie. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was. So what I loved about the Bob's Burgers movie, the movie. It was it's, a TV show. It was uh, still animated, a TV show. Yeah, it's yeah. an animated TV show of a sort of family running a burger spot. In became, like a, in a seaside kind of town. Yeah, became a bit of a cult mm. hit, and now they've made a, a movie. So what's great about the movie is it's it's a bit, I, I wouldn't call it epic. It's a bit more broader in scope, but it yeah. doesn't leave the town. It feels like like a higher budget long episode, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, like it wasn't the, the Simpsons movie was like huge. Yeah, like that was just beautiful, and it like went out there. Yeah, and, same and with the worked. South Park movie. Yeah, and it, and it worked. But Bob's Burgers, the show, why it works is because it's just so contained in that town. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure everyone involved was like, what is the formula that works? And we must make sure we stick with what works, but elevate. And they yeah. finally reveal why Louise has got those pink bunny ears. Uh, I know the character, but I don't know the yeah. show well enough. So like they never explain it the entire show and then they kind of reveal. And that, I, I feel like that was... That made the movie for me. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll keep that as a something for someone to discover. It's, it's, it's like it was a little scary because I was watching this in the beginning. I'm like, oh, oh, Corbin, that's Jess's kid. Like, oh, he can watch this, and it got to point where I'm like, oh, no, no, he's not watching this yet. Uh, that's so, interesting. How you you and I can now and view movies like that because yeah, you got to be so careful. But especially with Disney Plus because. Um, there's yeah, a kids what, mode. I would imagine that it yeah. like, they kind of have to have that. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of adult stuff on Disney Plus more than people thought. I mean, we we spoke about this before it came out. We were talking about Pam and Tommy and and stuff, which is what do they they said the first R-rated thing is coming out on Disney, and I I, I think it's Daredevil or one of the Marvel series. Well, Deadpool was the first R-rated. Yes, superhero. Dead, that's it. Deadpool is going to be the first R-rated movie on Disney Plus. Okay. Yes, that's that's what I read. That that's coming out in the next week or so, and yeah. then hopefully after that, movies like Pulp Fiction and all those ones in the Disney. Well, uh, yeah, owned wheelhouse. by Disney because that was also the what was it Miramax Fox? Or? Because we we don't have Disney like everyone else in the world has Disney, so we so everywhere else in the world is Disney and Hulu. Yeah, but we've got it combined. So, like, if you go into the Disney app, there's a thing called Stars. Yes, yeah, I saw that. And that Stars is basically what's on Hulu. It's it's a little confusing. But Hulu's not a, a studio. Like Hulu's like a Netflix. It takes, it's like a Netflix, but it it's owned stuff. by Disney. So I don't know why they haven't combined it overseas. Yeah, where but, Stars is probably a production company that also make their own things. They also probably sell to other parts of the world. That economy is crazy, but it's but stars. You click on stars and like it's Simpsons. Everything that was on Fox, yeah, is is stars. I I I don't know how it's sorted. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just if it's available, you watch it and enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, I've just been going. But there's no question that like Disney kind of basically own the world. Oh, totally. (laughs) I mean, I've just been watching like Futurama and King of the Hill. Just started those from the beginning. That episode. um, Did you listen to Joe Rogan where he spoke to Mike Judge? I just didn't finish it. It was interesting to like hear him talk because you can hear like you can hear Beavis and Butthead in his voice. I watched the movie, which the, movie? the new one, Beavis uh, and Butthead. Is it Do the World? We we'll go to out, out yeah, of space. Yeah, the new one is Do the World. It's 
like I absolutely loved it. Just watched it with me. Not impressed. No. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, this is so stupid. But I never, I could never, I could never jump on that frequency. Like I never found Beavers and Butthead. The, the problem was like I liked the cartoon bits, and then I'd watch the music videos, and I wouldn't, I didn't appreciate the music. Yeah. So like I tuned oh, out. Oh, that's when the that's when the music video would play, and then they would. That kind of like, yeah, <laughs> look what he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's weird. like I, I think if I like knew the videos and I could appreciate what they were mocking, I, I, I never got Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Which, no, you, you that kind of humor, especially if it's done for the sake of what you're doing, can often not be that funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like they have to come up with something, and they have to come up with something often, otherwise. There's no point. Then you're just watching the movie. But yeah. it's like, yeah. So, so mystery science theater was was a similar concept where um, there would be a movie. Often, like it would be like an older B grade movie, and then these little Menos characters. Hands of fate. And then these little characters would be put at the bottom, and it was as if those little characters were sitting in a movie house watching the movie. So they. Well, that deal was it was this guy. He was in space. And he had all these robots and friends, and all he all he had to do to pass time was watch these terrible movies. That was the concept. Yeah. So the concept of the of this show was you watching this content with this kind of commentary. But they were like specifically bad movies. Yeah. Like like the one that uh, Manos Hands of Fate is like on IMDb as the lowest rated movie of all time. So it was like these terrible, and I think Plan Nine from Outer Space, which yeah. was that Edward movie they watched. Yeah. One, there, there, there's hundreds of them, and then they relaunched them again. Yeah. But it's like a commitment. It's like these long movies which you would never watch without the commentary because they're not just bad. They're just boring. Like we try yeah. to watch – I don't know if you try to watch Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah. It's just so boring. Yeah. Nothing happens. We screened it at the early days of the bioscope. We've got the poster out in the gift shop. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. No, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It's like – Okay. So you're watching that with a kid? Oh, I saw Latia. Oh, you watched Lightyear? Oh, yeah. Cool. Also with the kid? Um, no, 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 no. Just so that. <laughs> As an almost 40-year-old man. We watched that and it's, it's weird. It's like... It feels like it's a movie that's kind of missed the mark. Oh, totally. It's... um, Yeah, there's this like side character, um, this robot dog that's like the comedic element. Yeah. And if that they took that out of the movie, it would be like a Lars von Trier movie. It's, it's it's really depressing. Okay, so Lightyear is the new Pixar. So the the idea it, is that it's the movie that Andy saw when he was a kid that inspired him to get the Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah, so it was the real life Buzz Lightyear that inspired the toy. But it's like, so a, it's like it should have been, it should have been Starship Troopers, but it was more like The Martian. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it was like very solemn and like. Quite serious. There's no way that Andy was would have been excited about this character when I, I, it was just yeah so yeah it was just maybe beautiful, it was just beautifully made and I mean it's like not a but terrible it should have been movie. Tim Allen's voice. So the the whole reason that they they said they didn't use it was because it was the movie that inspired the character, but then but the, but the character and the yeah. toy would have the voice of the person. So there was obviously some reason why they wanted to get Chris Evans. It's just to a very be the voice. sad. But the, what, there was something about that movie that got more attention than it should. Which oh, was the, 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 there was the, um, two characters, um, female characters got married. Like they had a relationship and so the lesbian wedding. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then that sort of had people go, 
So I mean, sort of di- distracted from the conversation. It was more. Yeah, like, and it was it was like. Was it needed? It was three seconds. It was. They didn't have to put it in, but I mean, it's. They didn't. There have was to no reason out, yeah. that it should have bothered everyone, which is. I don't uh, think it necessarily bothered, but it's. Would have, I think people just like to talk about those things. I know people on the right love to get triggered by Disney. That's. that's yeah. But that's a whole other conversation. No, no, that's okay. There. <laughs> um, okay, but you you liked it, but it was weird. It was strange. Yeah. Um, well made. I saw Doctor Strange. That was on Disney Plus. The, the multi multiverse of madness. You didn't dig it. It was okay. I mean, I'm I'm so over Marvel movies. I am kind of too, eh? And this Phase Four has been weird. Like Miss I, I Miss thinking, Marvel, I gave up on episode but two. But I was thinking about it. Like they, you know, they built all those Marvel movies to such a crescendo that kind of anything that was going to come after it, like, was gonna, yeah. Like people, Shang people Chi had their full, you know. Shang Chi was good, um, but the new series, I, I like. I like Lo- Shang Chi, yeah. I liked the Loki series. Um, I, I gave up on Winter Falcon, Winter Soldier, and the Falcon. Yeah, I don't even know what that's called. What if was really cool? There was like different scenarios. It was like zombies. Yeah zombie avengers that was cool because i love the what if comics like i remember okay, I, used, yeah. I used to read those and they were just so goofy and out there mm. and then you know miss marvel I, I don't even think i watched the first episode it just became yeah, a, it, it just might not have been blue. made for you just but, sort of i think it was for young girls but uh, they put out these marvel series and like you kind of feel like compelled to watch everything because it's going to be referenced in an, in another movie later on and because like, if, if you hadn't seen Loki and you watched Doctor Strange, you're going to be going, what is happening? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's a bit frustrating. We watched Captain Marvel together, you and I. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we went to... Yeah. We went. We had a little, little, little mandate. We went to the Night of a Thousand Drawings and then we went to go watch it yes. on IMAX. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. th- there's nothing to hate in yeah. those movies. They're so, they're so well... It's like eating McDonald's. It's like... Yeah, it's not great, but it's like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Except Ant Man. Ant Man's masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> like, I saw something so funny, which was a a, a poster called "Can't Man." They just put a C in front, <laughs> and then and then the byline was, "My wife says I can't come." Can't <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> Love that. Um, no, I watched I watched the Gray Man. Speaking of men. Um, which is the huge, big Disney, I'm not Disney, huge, Netflix. big uh, Netflix with Chris Evans. All that money, and you don't even know what network it's on. And um, Ryan Gosling. And it was made by the Russo brothers. Nice tie Oh, yes, that's what it is. Is nice it a movie tie-in. or a series? It's a movie. It's, uh, someone mentioned it to me and said it's a series. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Okay. I, think that's, I think that's what's happening in, the, in, the, in this era, is that so, people are getting confused as to what's What's actually a movie? What's actually a series? What's a limited series? So Rousseau Brothers, who did The Avengers and Arrested Development, like, could not be more... Did they more... do Arrested Development? They, they created, they did the pilot. The Russo Brothers? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was like... Arrested Development there. was such a great TV show. It, for the first three seasons and then... The, the main got, three, it, that it got, last it, it little comeback season It got mangled towards the end. I try, I try to watch the later seasons and no, it just... No, I also gave up on it. But, but, but those the, first the first three seasons... Three, the, oh, the first... Oh my Odd. The first, yeah, the first three, which was perfect. Kind of, perfect. And then many, many years later, they came back for sort of another thing, which didn't quite land. Because they, they totally changed the format, and they, yeah, and it didn't work. And then they like, remixed it; was too late. Sorry. Yeah. But um, Russo Brothers, 
made yeah the biggest movies of all time they made they the, made the two avengers endgame endgame and, and it's quite interesting they have a, a a film like a filmmaking duo like cohen brothers and the daniels and the daniels, those guys yeah. because i think i think that helps you because you lose objectivity eh? and i think whenever when anyone wonders like how could such a big budget crazy movie like you wonder how does one person do it? Like, how do you screw it up? Like, how do you screw it up? There's millions of dollars on the line. It's like, this is why you kind of lose objectivity. But maybe maybe um, duos can kind of help each other. But uh, Grey Man was cool. It's like, it's a good Friday night or sort of date night, whatever. It's a good big budget thing. He He's like basic back of the box on the Grey Man is it's a movie about a it's a little bit like suicide squad premise so he he oh, gets cool. it, it, well basic premise in the fact that he is a prisoner who um gets asked by the fbi to sort of be a special trained ops guy who can do kind of unclassified stuff because he's a criminal what has he got to lose he it's all off the record and if he does these things he can not be in prison anymore which is kind of suicide squad <laughs> okay. which is yeah. Like get those guys out of prison to do the jobs that no one else wants to do. But then he ends up becoming like it's based on books, The Grey Man. It's based on a bunch of books. I oh, forget I the writer. Recognize the name. Okay. Um and he's this kind of born ultimatum, Jack Reacher. Like like he he's like nothing goes wrong. Like he like in the sense that he he can survive anything and he okay. can beat he can he can beat anyone up. Okay. It feels like it sounds like it could be a Luc Besson movie as well. It's Yeah, it's got a little bit of that. It's got a little flair to it. And a lot of it is set uh, later on in the movie in this kind of like beautiful part of like Croatia and in this like beautiful old building. And no, there's a European sensibility a little bit in that okay. regard. I think I might even watch it. And, and so Chris Evans is, is sort of also declassified, hired to get the declassified and they sort of it's a cat and mouse they sort of chase each other okay oh, yeah, that and Chris cool. Evans actually it's quite cool to sort of because you know him as as the good guys as Captain America and everything and it's quite cool to have him be like a really bad guy like you really want him to die okay awesome. at the end which is cool okay. so yeah yeah okay so then let's 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 uh, get back to work <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can watch Grey Man which is a perfectly it's not gonna blow your socks off but it's not cock yeah um it's a cool it's a good action film uh what am i gonna watch check out timeless timeless this is so it's so fun and what dumb. is it on do you know it's on netflix it's on netflix timeless but, yeah so that's that, that character the reason that i mainly checked this is the it one with the time machine when they go back and yeah yeah so the the, the one that does the head popping in the boys um, oh, that woman, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's in government? She's plays a small role in Timeless. Otherwise, it's like it's a whole new cast. Okay, it's a live action. Yeah, a live action scripted show. I mean, yeah, like they, when they go back in time, they have to like they go dressed. They've got a whole wardrobe of all the different time periods and. Cool, I've been in the theater where Abraham Lincoln was shot. Oh, it's, yeah, it's cool. Oh wow! In in Washington, it's cool to see. They move the body, right? Yeah, so they, 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 they buried him there. They, they, no, he he then died across the street. So you then you 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 sort of do the Ford Theater, and you sort of see the booth where he sat, and then they they take you across the street where he was kind of rushed to, and you can see the room where he then died in the, the room. Abraham Lincoln thing in Timeless. It's it's just so dumb and brilliant. Okay, 
because like they every time you go they go back if anything happens differently it changes everything in the, in the future so like everything keeps on changing and it's oh it's like it's so anti like science fiction logic okay, <laughs> so i love it i think i've watched like five episodes okay magic i'll do that okay. thanks gaddy we'll check in yeah definitely cool my guy all right I love how um, we went down all kinds of wormholes and even spoke about going down wormholes. Um, a lot of those videos we can post on our Facebook group, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the video store. So check out that kind of stuff there. Um, we are now in the cash app, which is our chance to just balance the books and just check everything in, is in the till before we close up shop and go home. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is on Netflix, and um, I also went down a little bit of an Adam Schlesinger wormhole after this conversation, and um, music and lyrics with Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant, which is his other big movie, is available on Showmax, and of course, one can always rent some of these other things off iTunes, like Josie and the Pussycats, also on Amazon Prime. Um, fantastic, fantastic music, and all, all of which is such a earworm whenever you listen to those films especially um that thing you do the, those songs get get very much stuck in your head um same goes for music and lyrics and yeah no just what a fun chat um, my name is russell grant i was chatting with gad decombers this episode is engineered by graham hackney and yeah please subscribe and like and share the love if you love this episode if you love the video store the best is to direct someone to the video store.co.za where you can find your platform and subscribe and please join our our little community over on instagram hopefully we can just grow it step by step it is the video store pod all right thank you for tuning in and we will see you soon